0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am your host, Lucky, and as I have been saying, I wanted to do something new on uh, on Saturdays and talk about like one particular anime. And uh, yeah, I thought it would be it would be fun to uh, you know it would it would a help me um, stay on top of some of this stuff. Because I I feel like sometimes I kind of need a reason to watch anime, and, you know, um, that was, obviously we started Anime Casuals for a lot of different reasons, but um, one of the reasons why I wanted to start it was because I felt like I wasn't, um, uh, I I felt like if I felt more obligated to anime, uh, then I would be able to, you know, kind of, uh, I'd be able to, like, stick with it, all that kind of stuff. So. But anyway, uh, you know what we're talking about today, guys. We're talking about 86, part one. So up to episode 11. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much in the first 10 minutes. But after that, uh, I'm going to try and I'm going to go in and give you like my honest thoughts. I have not, I repeat, I have not watched uh, the second half of this at all. So if you're worried about me spoiling anything in the second half, don't worry I, I I literally started the next episode I was like oh shoot this is the end of part one so I did want to just like let you know that um, as for what we're gonna watch next I have to figure that out so I'm probably gonna figure it out at, during this whole <laughs> during this uh, this whole uh, episode so I just want to let you guys know that um, but without further ado guys uh, before we get into that I just wanted to talk about the tep- the top 10 anime of the week real quick before we Go any further so uh gonna go through these real quick and then we'll get on to 86. so um number 10 uh and then by the way this is according to anime corner i will have a, li- a, a link to this list in the description uh box down below so if you want to check it out for yourself go ahead and uh, check it out anyway number 10 taisho Otome fairy tale number nine demon slayer uh the mugen train arc so i think from the picture it looks like the end of the mugen train arc so just a little fair warning there. Um, Irina, the vampire cosmonaut, at number eight. Ranking of Kings, number seven. Number six, banished from the heroes party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. Number five, Komi can't communicate. Very good episode. Uh, number four, Mashoku Tensei. Number three, my senpai is annoying. Number two, we call this crap but uh, if you guys want to know the full name, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another, in another world as an aristocrat. That is very hard to say. and Number one, Mierko chan uh, man, I got to keep up with Miyako-chan, dude. I, it seems like it's been pretty fire lately. But anyway, guys. Um, so we are talking about 86 Part 1. Guys, I am so sorry that I did not watch this sooner. I just, I don't know what I was thinking, guys. Um, there was, you know, I, there's so many th- excuses that I can make up right now, but I just, I, I, I can't. It. It's just inexcusable, guys. It is absolutely inexcusable that I have not watched this, um, you know, before. I, I just don't know what to say. So let's start off with the premise, right? So I, I was pretty spot on about the premise that I was talking about this before, right? The main, uh, main focus of the anime is discrimination, right? Um so the idea is there is a this capital well, I don't want, I don't know exactly how to say it but like let's just call it the capital city cuz I can't remember exactly what it was um, of the empire so it's called the Republic of San Magnolia uh, so they they're living in basically a paradise to a certain degree right there's nothing going on inside the walls of San Magnolia However, there is a war going outside of San Magnolia, and the people inside believe that there are uh, these mechs being piloted by drones. Um, and, you know, that there are basically no casualties. This is a, a casualty less war. Or, uh, there, there's no casualties in this war, right? So that's the basic idea of it. Now, uh, as you can tell from what I said before, uh, that is not true whatsoever, and even the people who don't um, who know the truth, right? Which is that these people who were pushed out of the of San Magnolium into the because they basically took all eighty, they took basically eighty five of the I don't know how many districts there actually were, but uh, they took 8, eighty five of the districts and kind of clumped them up into one, and they pushed all of the they've called them different names, colors. Uh, uh, pig uh, what do you know well I mean they both call each other pigs um but di- different people who don't have the well first off the white skin but also the uh the main things that um tell tell them that they are albas which are these uh um which are these uh what do you even call it uh I think that's what they call them alba right uh basically they they're characterized by their silver hair or white hair and uh white eyes as well um or silver eyes i can't really tell if it's silver cuz you know sometimes the anime will say like oh you have such beautiful white eyes it's like what i thought they were silver so uh in saying that right so silver eyes uh, we'll just say silver eyes and silver hair um so the idea is, and so all of these people were pushed to the 86 district so they're called the 86 anyway going on from there um we find out that um typically the people on that front line you know are i mean for the most part it seems like they're kids um because the adults don't haven't survived but anyway uh the the every single unit of these 86 people who are like you know facing it fighting on the front line have a handler and the handler is typically an alba who Communicates through a um, a uh, a communication device, I like get pararade I believe is what it's called, and it's something that the handler uses to kind of share uh, certain uh, share certain um, like sensory uh, you know like sensory uh, it's like a sensory link to a certain degree. Uh, and, uh, there is a unit that is famous for breaking handlers, uh, and it's called the, well, it's the first platoon, but, uh, they're the spearhead, and yeah, it is, now that I've got to get caught you up on the, on the story, for the most part, um, Lena or Lena, whatever the hell, or, you know, however, however to say your name, is, a is, uh, promoted to major and she is a sign of the spearhead squadron who uh whose leader is called the Undertaker. Um and you know, she kind of gets thrust into the then by the way, that is the same squadron that is breaking handlers. People have committed suicide, they've died, like, you know, there, there's all kinds of things that have happened. Anyway, um Lana ends up, you know, she is a very uh what, what would you say? She's a very Em- empathetic girl um, she also her father was very empathetic towards the 86 so that's where she gets a lot of her empathy for the 86 um, and she's always had a very tough time uh, what would you say she's always had a very tough time um, leaving her, like you know trying to dehumanize these people unlike other Alba people um, you have to check out if that's actually the way that you say the, they're what they are uh but anyway um let me see if i can find what the heck they're called alba yeah okay um so anyway she tries to when she ends up getting assigned to this squadron she tries to establish like an emotional connection trying to tell them that they are there and that's what this this series does really really well um it's interesting, right? Because there's this well as we said before, there's a discrimination factor, right? Like she isn't safely inside the walls, whereas they are always on the front line, right? They are always in danger of, of dying. And that becomes very apparent, which not to spoil anything, but they're, you know, um by the first episode or the second episode, like you're already starting to see deaths happen. And I think that's a really big part of this is understanding it is even though lana um has the best of intentions she'll never completely understand that struggle which i don't know if you guys have ever had anybody come up to you after something has happened to you maybe a loved one has died and they say and they say the worst thing that you can say to somebody i know exactly how you feel when they don't and it feels terrible right you know no you don't know how i feel right you don't know exactly how i feel i think that's one of the worst ways to come for somebody is to tell somebody exactly like oh i know exactly how you feel no you don't you don't know exactly how i feel what are you talking about um and for uh y- you know for for this right it was uh it was very apparent right like there's no way you would know how somebody felt by that right and uh yeah i, I think it was I think it was cool to see that because for, for me, um, you know, whenever you, you see these kinds of things, you know, you, you kind of root for that, uh, knight in shining armor. So Lena in this case, right. She's trying to help people, but in reality, she's kind of by living there, by being inside the walls, she's not really doing too much now. Um, as the series kind of goes on, there's this idea right and uh, this is like a minor spoiler but there's something that one of the characters says to lena that says hope and despair are the same thing they're just the two sides of the same coin very similar to the 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 idea that love and hate are two sides of the same coin and i really liked that message and uh, the the one the the thing that this anime does really well is display its themes and stick to them sometimes when an anime uh explain or you know they they say oh this the theme is is this but they don't stick to it it's very hard to uh you know it's very hard to get the moral of the story right and 86 does a very good job of that hope is despair and i and if you haven't watched it right because i haven't spoiled anything quite yet or too much quite yet um remember that throughout this anime because it's very interesting right um even before that line was uttered, because I think it's uttered in like the sixth or seventh episode, um, the the thing about it is this: uh, this anime does a very good job of drawing that line between hope, despair, hope, despair, almost like a balance, right? Uh, and I I liked the balance, I have to say, because the 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 problem is like I, I'm just thinking about like other anime, like off the top of my head right now, but one of the things that I you know I noticed in some other anime right is that they get they either are always hopeful right and that's to be expected right if you're if you're watching like a typical slice of life anime of course you're not going to go to complete despair or else that'll be a completely different anime um but you know some anime will give you complete despair and then complete hope complete despair and then complete hope like they'll do the extreme balancing act this one kind of goes between hope and despair and just like that character said to lena it ends up being this almost the same thing like you're constantly in this cycle of of this gray area between hope and despair and i call it realism or uh, sorry uh being realistic which is very strange it was a very strange line that this anime ended up drawing the way that the kids would uh the sorry, sorry the 86 kids would look um at death the way that they would look at their own lives the way that they had accepted their fate the way that they had um uh the, the way that they viewed their situation it was all realistic they were never and it, it's interesting because Lena ends up uh you know trying to uh instill like a sense of a hope and fate uh, faith excuse me um but they are all realistic. They are all the ones that, and that's it was interesting hearing that idea of hope and despair are two sides of the same coin, because that's basically Lena and the 86. It's basically them, um, it's basically like this balancing act between them and her. Now, um, I think if there's anything else I can say before. Uh, you know, before I get into the spoiler episode, so um, I guess I should mention so, uh, Lena's uncle, uh, I'm just gonna call so Carl Stahl, I guess is his name. Um, he is like a a very, like, I don't know exactly what the um, the army terms are, but you know, he's very high up, so he's the one that she kind of goes to, and he's actually the one that asks her to head up the spearhead squadron. It's very interesting to see, you know, um you know his interactions with her and that's kind of all i'll say about that before i go into spoiler territory but um it, and it's so cool to see different um aspects of you know lena dealing with the fact that she is where she is and the people that she cares about are where they are right um the 86 are being exploited people every day are told the regular citizens of the alba empire are, are sorry of, of um, uh, the republic of san magnolia are all told that there is no there are absolutely no casualties in this war despite the fact that there are people dying every single day possibly millions if i'm not mistaken if i can if, if i'm remembering that uh, uh that line right but you know going uh going back to uh to, you know kind of what we were talking about before um it was uh it, it was so interesting to see the uh it was just so interesting to see the uh the 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 contrast between the characters um so overall i would say this was such a it was such a pleasant um experience it it gave me a lot of um if you guys have never seen iron-blooded or or, uh, mobile suit gundam iron-blooded orphans um it's a lot like it it has a very similar vibe to that and i i i I loved iron-blooded orphans um and if you haven't seen it, it it's a classic it's on like a couple of different um platforms too. I think, I think it's, so it's on Verve. I thought it, saw it on Funimation. I know it for sure I saw it on Netflix at one point because, you know, Netflix is getting a lot of the Gundam stuff right now. Um, so very, very, very accessible. Um, anyway, going over to, uh, uh, to the next thing. Um, so when we're talking about, uh, you know, like a rating, I'd give it, oh man, I, I, I feel like it's, gotta be up there i i see the thing about it is that it does such a great job of showing you this realistic um aspect of war right because you know most of us are probably used to like call of duty games and all that kind of stuff where you're an action hero but um it doesn't it does a good job of not glorifying war. By the way, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anything that does glorify war, right? There there listen, there are cool aspects of it, and I get that, but um seeing this very realistic aspect of it uh was just so so amazing. So um yeah, I, I absolutely uh love this show and I think anybody anybody that watches anime can really enjoy it um also the uh the action scenes were great with everybody in the mechs they call them juggernauts and they're going up against this this uh uh this army called the legion um and yeah it, it and they, they kind of look like uh what, what would you call it? like uh kind of they kind of like move like spider robots like scorpions i guess would probably be a better way to kind of uh uh you know look at them as uh but yeah it's really cool really great anime so if you've stuck around this long i'm gonna get into the spoiler part of it so you know thank you for for listening if you guys don't want to get into spoilers but this is where the spoilers come in so um by the end of this anime it is very uh it, it really got me guys i mean listen i i just watched the last episode um what maybe a couple of minutes ago maybe something like that and I have to say, man, I really it really got to me. It really uh, made me feel a lot of different feelings, Um, you know, especially about like discrimination, because, you know, listen, I'm not one of those people who likes to go uh, like, you know, this is just from my perspective. Right. I don't really like to um, bring up old, like, you know, the sins of your fathers. Right. You know, like in if you guys aren't from like America. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that talk about like white people as if they're devils and all that stuff. I'm not one of those people who really go like looks back into that stuff. I'm also you know native uh, part Native American. I, I don't really look back at that stuff. I don't really think you should be blamed for the things that your your ancestors did. But with this anime, I think it just does such a great job because it's continuing to happen, and I love that there is this uh th- there's this person on the inside right Lena. Who is or Lena? I'll figure out how to say her name, but um, that is not accepting this. She will not accept the way that these people are treated because these people are people, and that's one of the other aspects of war that happens, right? People dehumanize people who are either who either need to be used uh, or who need to be killed, and that's the other good thing, right? Remember when spoiler territory? Right now we figure out that the Legion is actually uh, made up of people's consciousness. Uh, like you know it's i don't know exactly how it was explained but they use they take the heads of people and they upload them into their uh into their systems and it's interesting right because by the end of the or sorry by the end of uh episode 11 right we figure out that you know shin has become one of them um and it's inter- it's really uh, it's really cool. So the reason why I didn't go through too many of the 86 characters because I I just felt like that was something that like for for non spoiler for the non spoiler part is because I feel like that's just something you have to the, like I want people who don't want to be spoiled by it to understand the relationships between uh, like Lena and the 86 and Shin and all those people by themselves. Um, I think that's something that you should figure out by yourself but you know as the series goes on we figure out lena has this this uh, relationship with shin where she knows his brother her brother his brother saved him we also know that her his his brother uh is uh is one of the the many pe- part of the legions uh you know that is uh what we call a shepherd who is uh you know uh who leads the other uh parts of the legion and it, it's so interesting to see uh what's his name ray um so interesting to see that all go down and see shin be able to give his brother some peace but also by the end of it seeing him join his brother right um i'm wondering if maybe shin will be a major antagonist now um since he was it it didn't seem it didn't seem like he was going to shoot himself so it looks like maybe he he took um he ended up uh what what, what would you say he ended up uh like being uploaded to the legion so that dude that's just so it was just so good man because if anything it it, it's kind of like goes back to the theme right the theme that i was talking about before where uh you know the 86 are all realistic uh they all know sorry i have to wipe my nose real quick allergies are kicking in um they all know that they're not going to make it to an old age, right? And I think that's something that's very, uh, you know, it's always very heartbreaking to see these things because it it does, it does two things, right? It shows the uh, futility of hope in these types of situations, but it also ends up making you feel um, feel like these kids never got to grow up. There's that scene uh towards the end of the series where um where they end up at a school uh when they when they've gotten past the uh the uh the the border and stuff they end up going to a school and none of them have ever experienced school like well some of them haven't and it's so interesting to see that also um i thought it was really it was really cool to see the interconnectedness uh especially with annette and shin right she ended up uh, she was living next door to them and um you know, and then also hearing about how Parade was, was, uh, made, right. They're basically using all of this technology that was built off the backs of these 86. Uh, and it, it's just, it was just so, uh, so cool to see because, you know, even though Lena wants to be the, 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 the hero, she wants, she has this like hero syndrome, right. I want to be the person that saves you guys. There, there wasn't, you can't save people unless you understand their situation. Like, the, the, it's, it's, I, I, at least that's the way that I think, right? Um, if you don't understand what you're trying to do, then it's very hard to get there. So what are you trying to, to save, right? Um, because the problem is there's so many people that you're, you're basically standing on the things that uh, these people have sacrificed for right i just i love the idea that the 86 will never become what the alba have become which are people who are willing to sacrifice a whole group of people they have decided that no matter what we they are you know no matter what the 86 will never become like the alba meaning that they will never resort to revenge they will never resort to that um i will say this that that uh when they did end up leaving and going towards you know the border and all this stuff, um, I I really it was just such a cool thing and I I knew. I knew they probably weren't going to make it out alive. You know, let's just be real. Um, but that that's where it comes back to the hope and despair thing, right? It was so well done, dude. It was so well done. I was so impressed with the way that they 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 teetered between that hope and despair line, um. Got you hopeful for a couple episodes when they were just camping and taking a bath and you know all that stuff, and then it goes back to the despair. But I, I like that they never got too hopeful or too disparaging or um went too far into the pits of despair. It gave you that balance to make you keep watching. I'll give you an example, right? We're watching Platinum Men right now, and there are moments where it's deep in despair and deep into hope, deep in despair and deep into hope, and it makes me not want to engage as much. And I started realizing this like somewhere around like earlier this year. Um, that when there's too much despair uh, okay, okay a, a good example would be a redo of healer when there's too much despair and too much hope or somebody delves too much in despair it kind of turns me off to things and it's interesting right because I always mention out berserk and guts is my my favorite main protagonist but I think I like that he's always realistic right and I think that's what I like about these characters is they they are so realistic about their situation being somewhat hopeless but continue but knowing that they have to keep moving their foot for their, their best foot forward because when you are dealing with um excuse me when you're dealing with a hopeless situation if you just stand there and that, that was the other thing that they had mentioned right um if you are going to be hung from the gallows will you just simply i think this is the the metaphor that they they said i can't quite remember off the top of my head if you're going to be swung from the gallows are you going to kill yourself that night or are you going to are you going to choose how you walk up to the uh, how you walk up there? Are you going to choose how you represent yourself to the very end or are you going to quit? And as somebody who's dealt with like mental health issues before and and dealing with uh, like suicidal uh, thoughts and stuff, uh, I think that was just such a powerful statement because that is something that I think everybody uh, who deals with mental illness has to deal with, but also people who deal with very extreme situations like this. Are you going to choose uh, how you go out or are you going to choose to go out early? And I thought, I just think this this anime did such a great job of encapsulating their theme, of encapsulating um, uh, the idea of discrimination, of just so many different ideas. And I'm really excited to watch part two um, and see where, where where the series goes. I will say this um i don't shin and all of his company were just such a great we're just like such great characters that i don't know if the next company right i'm I'm assuming that's what, what's going to happen the next company is going to happen and it seems like lena is going to probably become the main character now uh she she kind of was before but it was a very strong focus on the 86 so i think 86 part 2 is going to be her trying to change things from the inside but i, I don't really know we'll, well we'll see how it goes but um either way i was just so impressed with this anime i was so impressed at how it gripped me from the first episode and uh despite the things that i say about like cgi and stuff they did a very good job of uh of including it in here i had no problem you know what it reminded me of a little bit Uh, i was like i zero uh how they incorporated it uh but either way i'm just i I was just so so uh glad to see what was going on oh you know what i forgot to mention this in the Uh, I should have told this before, uh, you know, just in case anybody uh, clocked out uh, before the spoilers ended. Uh, So I've decided on the next anime that we're going to be watching, guys. It's going to be an anime called Kokoro Connect. Uh, It's on Verve. Uh, Check out if it's on anything else, Uh, real quick. I don't have too much time before the before anchor cuts me off here. Um, Let me see if it's on no i don't think it's on anything else um but uh yeah so it is okay so yeah it's on it's on verve there is english dub there is uh subbed uh it is let me read you the synopsis real quick before we leave five members of the school culture club taichi uh yori or whatever the rest of the names are encounter a bizarre phenomenon one day when aoki and yui switch personalities without warning The same begins to happen to the other club members, throwing their daily lives into chaos. At first, the five students find some amusement among the confusion, but this connection also exposes the painful scars hidden within their hearts. When their calm lives are shattered, the relationships between the five students also begin to change. I thought it would be a a cool thing to kind of go from like a very intense anime like this to go to another very uh, interconnected anime where people, because, you know, as we were kind of saying with the pararade, right, it it connects everybody uh, on a sensory level. So. I thought this would be a pretty fun one. Um, so remember, that's going to be coming out uh, next Saturday. Uh, I'll be out of town for a little bit, so I don't know how I'm going to get all this stuff out. Um, so there may be like a day or two where I'm not doing stuff, but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that uh, hurdle as we go along. But anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Once again, I will have the link to the top 10 according to Anime Corner uh, in the description box down below. Uh, Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.